Mr. Spock, have you ever seen such fascinating creatures like these? Captain, might I remind you that in a first contact situation with new life forms, one must show less emotional response and a bit more logic? And might I add in your case, a pinch more self-control? But these neeks appear harmless, friendly, and perfectly... Captain, might I assume you're ready for a new shirt? Again? And a pair of pants, please. Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... Yes, I know what you mean. The truth is, we are in uncharted waters. Welcome to Ecology 101, the study of the nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. It's Rudy. And today our special guest is... That's Stephen Oldham. Hey, Stephen. Thanks for coming out to Menifee today, man. Yeah, it was great. Gosh, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? How'd you get into um, the land of Marvel or nerd stuff or... Wow, it's I've been a blood. nerd songs I can remember really. Even Some as a birth. young kid, <laughs> right. my mom says they came out doing the Batman movie. Right, I'm Batman. I'm here, mom. <laughs> Going around, and my mom, my dad remembers me kicking people and saying, "I'm Batman." There, you, that's it. There you go. All that 1966 TV watching that I used to do when oh. I used to watch the shows. Don't forget seatbelt. Yeah. <laughs> and I, at first, it was like fun and games, and then I remember I got my first Pow Records. I don't know if you remember those. They had artwork. I think from I the original do. Arts. Rudy may not. He's a yeah. little younger. You would sit down and you'd play them on the record player, and then they would say, "When something makes a sound, Bing!" You turn the page. Oh yeah, yeah. And so they had one that was Batman, but it was dark and brooding, and it was about him fighting, I think, Gorilla Grodd and the Scarecrow. Oh wow, yeah. it was really, really some, dark. I think I had something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds familiar, huh? Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh, this is creepy," and I liked it. And Batman was a little different than he was on the TV show. Yeah, he wasn't Adam West. Batman's dark. Yeah, <laughs> and it was in that time period where he was getting darker and darker and darker. Yes. So I got into the comics. I liked Batman, and as I got older, I found Marvel. Uh, I found Spider-Man. Got yeah. into that whole line of like the whole who's the gob go- hobgoblin, right? Trying to demask him and stuff. And uh, I thought that was really cool. Interesting. Yep. And then I switched over to Chris Claremont's run on the on the uh, on the X Men. Okay. Nineties uh, X Men and just. Pure. All wow. The to, all the way up to the 90s. When we had just, several just covers. Col- colorful uniforms. Oh, yeah. Just bulky cable. <laughs> lots of pockets and yeah, weird things on your face. Pouches and pockets. Very 80s, yes. Why does yeah, that guy Cyclops have headgear on? Yeah, Cyclops had pouches on his on, on his belt, and it was kind of like a... That's where it changed like all his contacts. Belt. I was like, you're Cyclops. You don't... What What? what do you need? What, what are you carrying in there that you actually... Spare batteries. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, Liefeld loved to like draw people behind things and yeah, <laughs> right, no, no feet and <laughs> yeah, that whole era where they split off an image and all that stuff. So oh I've been a, reading comics for for a long time. There you go, Star so, Wars, everything, yeah. uh, fantasy novels. That's all, there you go. So you're at you're you're in good company. Welcome to yeah. Nicology. <laughs> there you go. And that Rudy's our comic guy. I'm more the sci-fi, but I'll, we all cross over. So. The whole Marvel thing, yeah, I'm a Spider-Man fan, and getting pulled. I was used to the Justice League, so I, uh-huh. that's what I grew up with, the Justice League cartoon. But then find out about Avengers and all these things. That's that's an adult thing I found. Not adult, but you know what I mean. Well, and later in my life, and so you know what I mean. You know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, it's a family show. But the thing is, um, it's uh, the whole idea now of the Avengers and how big this universe is. Yeah. And now we're introduced to WandaVision. Which is a whole different layer they were coming at. And so that's kind of what we're talking about today. And the newest thing, well, hey, if that's one of the best things that came out of COVID, there you go. <laughs> yeah. At least it's yeah. a good show. Yeah, I like the, um, you know, the, you know, the series that brings, you know, the non-comic book 
you know, readers or the you know, yeah, followers that's of, me. you know, like the MCU. Right. Um, uh, to, you know, just stop and watch, you know, something as as good as, as WandaVision has been. She's a magical gal in a small town locale. She's a Holly who's part When um, uh, when they started talking about uh, you know the structure and how and how the show was going to go, yeah, uh, I I had my doubts. Yeah, um, I didn't know how they're going to pull off. Uh, but they didn't give us a lot of information, right? Yeah, just a you know yeah. just a full you know you know something as you know organic as a you know a good a good storyline you know it should be in a show or a movie, mm-hmm. but you know changing decades and cha- yeah. you know changing visual aspects. Of, yeah of the series and how they were going to pull that off. That was but they, it, it, it was good. It, it did it really well. Yeah. It was fun about that was, um, knowing these old shows and going, oh, that's like Dick Van Dyke, uh, ish with Lila Lucy, you know, kind of mix up. So it was kind of an interesting mashup. And then, uh, of course, when they got in the nineties, wait a minute, that, why is it? It looks like Malcolm in the middle. And then when I went to look at even the credits of it, I'm like, they use very similar. So it's esque. Right, it's, it's yeah. yes, very what, what homage. Was what was you guys' first memory of, of following? You know, like uh, uh, an active sitcom of oh, it's Tuesday night. We're watching this. Oh, I don't know. What was your steam? Oh man, <laughs> I've I sat in front of a TV for so long. I don't remember what was the first one I saw. <laughs> mm. I, I don't know which ones I even remember liking either. Because I remember there just at that time there was the only thing you could watch. Is there was was on. Mm. <laughs> you watched it or you didn't. Yeah. But all those old reruns like I Love Lucy and things like oh, yeah. that. I love. We got those. them later on. Yeah. 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 I, those I were classics. For for me, I, uh, I all think the, the family. This one was, uh, you know, when uh, I think it was ABC. ABC had. TGI Fridays. Oh uh-huh. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that was that was kind of the big one was Friday Urkel. nights. <laughs> yeah, when you had Full House, you had yes. um, Family Matters. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, you know Step by Step, and then I, <laughs> oh, yes. and, and and even it gotten older of um, oh what was the other one um, with a uh, Kirk Cameron. Um, That's Growing Pains. Growing Pains. Yeah, yeah. Growing Pains, and then. Um, um, the one with Balky. What was it? With the cousins? Oh, bosom, not bosom buddies. Uh, yeah, bosom buddies. No, it was um, bosom buddies. Way earlier. Something yeah. stranger. Oh, so perfect strangers. Oh, perfect strangers. Yes. With Balky. Yeah. Oh, Balky cousin, was... cousin. Cousin <laughs> so daddy. Yeah, cousin daddy. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so funny. Wow. Yeah. It's it's and what's funny is it's TV has totally changed since then because now we've had an age of binge watchers. Now we're kind of coming back to. In a lot of ways, you know, this this is a movie within a series within a movie within a series mm-hmm. within the whole super meta. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, and, and you start. To, yeah, you, you see the uh, you know, the different styles of of how they you know they film these series to where and they did you know, that too. You know, I Love Lucy was uh, you know one of the first of the multi camera with a laugh track, which yeah. was interesting too. I might have a better idea. Too much. Let's see if let's see if how many is I get the right because I think I can guess what shows they were trying to do. Okay, okay. so start off Dick Van Dyke ish uh, yeah. with Easy. I Love Lucy, yeah. then you got to um, Bewitched, so they had a little bit of Bewitched in there too. So yeah. they changed I, it up. Yeah, I think the first two the was colored was uh, 
um, Dick Van the Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke I, show. I love Lucy a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a matchup of that. Yeah. Then it was Bewitched. Uh, then okay, I think I'm skipping one, but I know. Oh, the Brady Bunch. So it was Brady Bunch ish in there with the babies. Mm-hmm. So that was in there, and that's when the laugh track I think stopped. I think that's kind of when it stopped because then it went. It um, it did uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Before that, did Family Ties. Family Ties. Family Ties and kind of Growing Pains ish. Yes, yes, yeah. Painting at the beginning. Oh, when they were running around, running around chasing the family. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then it got to, um, uh, uh, hold on, what I miss, I mess up. Then uh, Malcolm Middle, and then The Office. When she was talking back and forth, they did camera work. Kind of like The Office, yeah. The credits too. Some of the credits, um, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Malcolm in the Middle kind of stuff. Park and the Recreation. No, I, I can't remember what it was. It's the one with um, uh, Sofia Vergara. Um, that show. That was more of the oh. of of what they were trying to hit. Okay, with that show. gotcha. And then then, it, then the show got canceled, right? Because it stopped at that point. No, I think they ran their full course. That show you're talking about. I just can't remember the name either. It's like matters. Uh, something matters. Something. Yeah. yeah. So, but at that point, that's Family when everything matters. started falling to, apart. To, to the internet. And it fall, yeah. started falling apart, and that's when it, this show got all. Oh, you're talking about in the in in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. What was your thoughts when you guys first heard that they were actually going to do like these homages? Did you know that they were going to do no. that, or you hadn't heard that? No, I. It really no threw idea. some people off when in, they found that in, out. In the develop in the development stages, yes. So, and you know, when they came out with the with the Wanda Vision title. Well, there you go. Pizza showed up. <laughs> so, if you ever hear our dogs, they're usually something at the door, or they just want to bark because they love barking. Um, so yeah, when we were talking about the structure of the, uh, of the oh. shows, oh, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we're good. No, here, just so you guys know, it's so funny. Um, with COVID, right? A lot of we're gonna bl- we're gonna blame like the next ten years on COVID. I mean, it's crazy. But um, our Ron, the man in the chair. I'm sitting in his chair, so we've been we're down a little bit. So we're glad to have Stephen R. Tuesday. Yeah. Guess. So we're making it roll until we get back to some normal, and we're dealing with trauma too, just like you are, Wanda. But we'll make it work. You may not create a crazy. Actually, we are creating a crazy reality, aren't we? <laughs> Nicology yeah. is. It's reality. It's reality as you know scary. it. I know. Exactly. It's black and white in here. You can't see it. But yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. It will change yeah, periodically. So there you go. It'll flicker in and out. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so continue with your time. So we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, so when, um, when they announced the type of structure of yeah. what it was going to be like, that it was going to hit and uh, do homages to yes. different TV shows, and right. we're getting some screen grabs of black and white and kind of looking Mary Tyler Moore-ish. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know how it was going to work out and and what, you know, what they were kind of planning on. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, I think the black and... I think there was like uh, maybe two or three screen grabs. There was one that was black and white. There was... We get the one where we got the two cribs and the family ties. Yes. So, <clears throat> just little glimpses, but... Um, but they kind of kept uh, kept the type lip of of how the show was going to actually run. It was just giving us enough to where it just drive us crazy. Right. Yes. Yeah. They made it. They made a conscious choice to like release the first two episodes too, because I think the people were a little shocked when they watched it. Because that, that, that was, was a smart move. 
Yeah. Uh, well, people kept jumping off and then jumping back on. So like people were like, well, I don't know, it wasn't my thing. I go keep keep watching. Yes. Because yeah. because right. I, I kind of knew early on that they were going for the comic book, the visions mixed uh, with uh, with uh, House yeah. of M comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they're doing that, it's going to be something like Lost or something. Going to be little clues or little riddles. And so when I saw the first trailer, I'm like, I'm I'm in. Oh yes. Because yeah. I'm in from the beginning. Yeah. When you yeah. read the visions and you and and you see the black and white trope, and you're like, oh, okay, I. I get that. Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. You know, somebody that's kind of on the outside that you know wouldn't read when you know Vision created his own family. It was kind of more. It was it was more of the Dick Van Dyke kind of you know mailman. Yeah, type very of Pleasantville movieish yes, right, vibes. Right. Oh, that's there's so many jokes about you're like a computer. No, I'm not. <laughs> they had a whole bunch of funny little things. Yeah. Like his boss kind of knew. They had they, they they even took the whole idea that the boss sort of knew things that other people didn't, mm-hmm. and you wondered, oh, what what's What's really going on? See, they give enough to go like something's going on behind the scenes, and then the radio comes on. Wanda, Wanda, you know the whole thing. Like they had all these things. Like what's going on? Where's this world? And is it real? And yeah. they just mess with you. It's great. I told the normie friends like, look, look, just wait till the third episode. If you don't like it, then okay, I could see you jumping off. You might want to wait till the fourth if right. that one gets your interest. But after that third or fourth, everybody who's just a casual fan, I think was in. <laughs> He uses normies. Yeah. That's good. I like that yeah. too. Nerds and normies. <laughs> yeah. He's, I have a lot yeah. of normie friends that call me. I'm like, what, what the heck is this little Easter egg oh, in the background? Or let me translate yeah, for I, you. Let me explain. I had a couple that gave up on, on the first two episodes and then I uh, came back on, I think, at the fourth episode of the 70s. And, yeah, which is a good, yeah. was the real one that everybody seemed to like the most. At well, first. because a lot of things popped in. We started getting some, we started getting, find out what's on outside of the hex, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the world she's created. And we're finding out that it's not a perfect world and that there's a lot. Of, and I love that they brought in Darcy. Is mm-hmm. it Darcy? Yeah. Right? They work with we'll... the... Just wait and see. Well, he just did that. He just had a special, like some, I can't remember what it was Magic. called. Magic, literally. Well, yeah. Well, he he just had a famous little hit on Netflix with him and another person. They did a like a, yes. a romantic comedy. Oh, that was a great movie. And it brought his like. Uh, yes. He's on. He's also on the Rock. The My Rock Secret TV Crush show that just come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And so both of those hit, and so he's kind of popular. Yeah. But what I love about this show is because you have more time, you get characters that are throwaway characters that you need that get a little more screen time. So yeah, that's right. what I was looking like forward the to. FBI guy from Ant Man. You'd think you'd. Yeah, you would only see him in like maybe another two minutes in Ant Man three and that kind of deal. Yeah, but you bring a character like that where you know that he's a good actor and yeah. you know he'll do well. And and it's funny, I kept thinking about all these little subtle things like he watched Ant Man do his close up magic. Yeah, and of course now he's in with 
real magic. So it's kind of funny you have that, you know, play and, and real. And it's like, what the heck? And all these little layers. Is that me? No, that's somebody else. That's, that's Angie. Anyway, yeah, that's a nice callback because in Ant-Man, he's trying to figure out how to do the trick. And the first thing he says when he when he shows it to Monica Rambeau is he flips the guard yeah, out. Flips of the card, he, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it was a <laughs> callback to Ant-Man. He, he picked it. He learned close he watched, magic. He watched it close magic, yeah. yeah. And what's fun is... um. The, uh, the And then, of course, bringing in Monica, which is – you're bringing in three different movies in this whole thing. Yeah. Right? Captain Marvel because that was her mom. And uh, – I'm not Captain Marvel, but the Rambo. And then uh, Thor. And then – so it's just – it's all that can – there's so many things that, like, converge, and it's a convergence of storylines and, and it, right, the right chemical reactions of people. It's great. Days of talk confusion, easy comment, easy go. What if it's all illusion? Sit back and enjoy the show. Let's keep it Speaking with Wanda, just about herself, I thought out of all of the characters in that particular world, even more so than Black Widow, her character was the one I always thought was muted and downplayed. Oh. And so I was excited that they were going to spend more time with a character oh. that I actually liked in the comics but didn't see very much of in the And in their the comedy came out and their whole – you wanted to do their magic act, you know, that kind of stuff too. But you really saw their humor, their comedy, their pay, everything. You're like, these are great characters. They're just fun and they and you're just like – they're real, you know? And yeah, exactly. You, you watch that whole, and you're right. I think she, in a lot of ways, they brought the whole thing. She was pressed down. Part of that was because of the Fox thing, because uh, Fox owned the mutant part, part so uh, all of the mutant storylines, they, story they, they could yeah, miracles. So now they, the had to, they had to come up. I, what I love about this show is that they retcon some of that, where it shows that her powers manifested before yeah. she was messed with, with yeah. with the photon and the DNA rewrite. Yeah, and, that was yeah. really well, because cool. They, yeah, they showed the scene with he and. She and Pietro, and actually, boy, there's a lot in her. They showed why the, why she used TV shows to deal with because remember her helping with her trauma. family, your trauma. Yes. They showed the scene with she and her brother looking at the Stark missile they talked about, mm-hmm. and she actually, I think they said, when she Agatha, used her X powers would, or, yeah. she was using her X powers ready to hold to stop keep that from blowing up. So for like two days, two days. What it was really nice is it gave me moments with her character where I could feel her character and have a connection. That was the idea. When, when you have like a cast of like 15 actors and you're paying them by the, you know, a, a ton of money, so the smaller actors get less screen time yes. in the movie, but this allows for those rooms yes. for, for like the Falcon and winter soldier. These people are going to get some screen time. Yeah. That's really what I'm looking forward well, to. Yeah, with so the shows. It's that, uh, you know, that additional character development that you, you know, miss when age of Ultron came out where, you know, and just you know, just in in that movie, when you bring in major characters like uh, Scarlet and uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, and they get um, a lot of they get quite a bit of screen time, but not as but not too much of uh, you know the backstory and then yeah, and you kind of fear that like gosh, you know, you have the potential for having these these major characters, uh, you know, in in the whole you know Marvel universe, right. but you know, you kind of using them as like B rolls to kind of sure. move the plot, uh, yes. you know, move move the plot along. And they get their they get their moment in the sun. 
Yeah. Right. And now they finally do. And I think uh, Marvel has always learned from watching Fox because you have a Feige like that where you had a character like uh, Sabretooth in the old X-Men movies and he was just like big, tall wrestler. Yeah. And then they're like, well, we want to do something with that character. Well, now you can't. you got to recast him. Oh. You know what I mean? And you have to yes. do something. with and so Someone can act. disservice to Juggernaut. And, oh. Yeah. And so what happens with with Marvel is they, they cast really good actors, but then they don't have a lot to do. But then later on now with these shows, they have more to do. Sure. And so that's what's have, really cool. Yeah, they have that potential so like okay you know this guy's gonna have and, you know and, and just like a jimmy Wu instance to where yeah you know oh it's a very minor you know very minor character he's not gonna have a whole lot of screen time but you know darn it's it, funny we're, we're gonna we're gonna put a really good actor in there and you know if there's you know if something comes up then you know be able to you know well use maybe that character and expand and still have that actor there yeah maybe you know we're talking about the bigger stanley brain right of seeing how it connects together yeah maybe they already mm-hmm. were thinking going uh, you know because we're watching it's so funny this is totally. This is a totally. But we just finished watching the Queen's Gambit. Have you seen it yet? I just started it last night, so, so I've only seen the part of the first episode. Okay, so one of the really interesting show, but the whole idea is that how everything connects together. And they talked about this um, idea where people see patterns where there aren't parents. It patterns. It's a. It's a illness you might call. Uh-huh. But she would play chess in her head. She would rearrange okay. things. Amazing thing though. But thing is, somebody is doing that. Somebody's got this whole. Yeah, you can see there's a room head. full of Kevin Foggy's head yeah, on, yeah, a, yeah, on yeah, a board yeah. somewhere, yeah, and yeah. a bunch of arrows <laughs> drawn through it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and it's but if someone's saying that, like you said, put the right character going. Ooh, you know what? This is going to connect there. But there, there are people <laughs> who have that bigger, larger picture, and maybe they are thinking, oh yeah, we're gonna Darcy's gonna. You know, I'm just saying this. They can expand on some of these characters. Don't throw anybody away. It's like you know they talked about the, I don't know if this is culture or whatever, but you know. The Indians use every part of the buffalo. Don't throw anything away because you know what? Something's going to come in handy later, they, right? They're really good at, at just giving you a, a, te- a teaser without filling it in. Like oh. it used to be in screenwriting, people would have to close every gap in a screenplay. Right? And so now what you can do is kind of leave things open-ended because you have a bigger universe. Mine? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Just the fact that... Uh, Technology. Just, <laughs> do you want me to repeat it or are you... Oh, uh, still, still no. Keep, we're good. We're All good. Right. No, just it basically, it just allows them to like not close off a story. So when you write a screenplay, yes. you, usually you have they they they're really tight screenplays typically are. So what they'll do is they'll close off all the loops and it's how you get like well the Joker is the guy who shot Batman and as opposed to like having a Joe Chill or somebody out there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. you just keep cutting everything off. What the Marvel universe has done is found a way to still have a story and leave everything open that way. Yeah. So that leaves writers rooms to hear from fans and go oh you like that uh, well maybe we'll write this and that's good. Well, so, it's kind of yeah. like the you know the gyroscope of you know circles within the circles and then there's always like these these different types of meetings between different characters and i was yeah. like well you know what you know we have this you what know what kind of connects with this one and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and they're 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 a marvel at that <laughs> so the thing is you know what they may ask me call marvel to tie all these stories together that's amazing right and this one already this story in itself is so many things are converging into one area just the whole idea of rewriting reality which we found out that's what she's doing right? yeah because when monica rambo went in and she got turned in the 60s chick so she oh actually no she was in during the 50s she was in for a while wasn't she because the characters will adapt as the story ages mm-hmm. correct because she got in there in the 19 she was in two decades at least two decades so the last 50s, 50s when she was at the dinner the party with the lady who was controlling the whole neighborhood she was there she was i don't even know why i'm here which is funny because now you go to the lines because she might have just been dropped in right there right yeah. they found out we, we got some backstory of what was going on outside the world and entering the hex because they didn't know what it was the military didn't know and then it rewrites your dna so she gets 
put in two decades and it's curious to see how Marvel is going to tackle how sh- how they would tackle Wanda's powers because because you have this back history of Wanda in the comics yeah. having all different kinds of power they've kind of had to in the modern kind of recalculate what her is what her powers are what she's her hex powers are too, yeah. she, she's an, yeah. she's an op character yeah and and for in a movie sense you got to be careful with I'm going to ask a nerdy question I'm going to ask a normie question what's op overpowered. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, the Jack Jack. So you know, yeah, you, yeah. you know, when we talk about you know Fox and you know their their successes and failures, and one of their failures uh, is an overpowered character of the Phoenix, which I don't even you know they even with the new Phoenix storyline, they didn't really you know tackle the ability and what you know the the Phoenix entity is. And, uh, and, yeah, they just and cut how, that a lot of the script. Yeah, and how powerful it is. <laughs> wow. And so you have Wanda, who is a very overpowered character. You know they they had they, you know you have so Thor. she is overpowered Thor, by stuff. You have Thor as an <laughs> yeah, OP character, and and uh, they've kind of you know you know from the start kind of tied down you know ground Thor, them. yeah kind of ground them a little bit and uh, and making Thor you know uh, a little more human and and uh, yeah you have to have some pathos or some struggle and or for a very powerful character. Right. So sure. If when Superman's written really well, usually they're giving him some kind of weakness. He's either and a, the new a relationship. one is emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah emotional. And emotional. so because those characters are so powerful, they can just do everything and anything at any time. They don't you know, need anybody else. Don't, you don't want to watch that story. Right. Yeah. So with Wanda in the comics, how they've limited her powers is that she's always had a hard time knowing what the full ramifications of them are and controlling them. Which is what this story brought out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's been muted like you said and held down and and she doesn't know and it kind of came out and she's had emotions yeah she's had kind of uh you know different changes in her storyline in the comic books too to where um you know it, before it was just a uh a, a mutant ability uh you know uh dna mutant ability mm-hmm. the scarlet witch was just there the tag name that you know the avengers had given her mm-hmm. right and then after after the house of m you know they kind of gave her this whole well my mother was a Scarlet Witch before me, and and kind of and it was a title and, and now, made it, like made a, it the title of what wanted like an entity or power. Yeah, gotcha. Well, and, yeah. and they sprinkle lots of little things in here for the nerds, like they have the the, the commercial alone and the oh, the commercials Nexus. are so funny. Yeah, it mentions <laughs> she's a Nexus, and then people are like, "What's that?" Well, it's it's a whole thing in the comics, but uh, what it does for she's for a fans, being, she's yeah. a Nexus being. There's a few of them. Who their powers are kind of uh, kind of constant in each of the different multiverses. Or and whatever. Agatha and the and the show just barely hit it to where you know of of what a nexus being. Great was. character but, too, by the way, Agatha. But yeah, and and that's an you know that's another kind of tie into the multiverse of madness is that you know you go into all these um, all these uh, you know different realities. There's always going to be a Wanda. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. It's probably just a case of the Mondays. Am I right? I'm just curious as to what Marvel chooses and what they don't choose. They always pay respect to and even alter some of the things. So I like the fact they don't feel beholden to a story sure. in the comic. Based but they, on. But they based care on. about it. Yeah. yeah you they can do care that. about it. Yeah. They know you're aware that you love a character for a certain reason, and they try to bring some of that essence into their in their comics. We I mean, did an episode. Yeah, we did an episode on books versus movies, like how they change. And I my theory is, 
is that it basically think about enjoying things on different levels. So oh, you, yeah. know, you enjoy The Hobbit, and it's got a whole different layer. And it's like, instead of recreating a movie, why don't you change it up a little bit? Then you got, oh, I've got two different experiences. I mean, if you look at it like that, they're not jipping you. They're basically digging a little deeper. Right, you know more. I want to. I love to read a book and then watch a movie because I just want to see the Harry creative. Potter. <laughs> I want to see how they're gonna do that. Like mm-hmm. I, I have it in my head. I have a movie in my head. It's yeah. probably never gonna be that good, but I, I like to see what's in someone else's head. I'm just that curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome stuff. And we, we get, we get a lot in here. And again, I'm enjoying this as a, you know, not a, not a big comic book guy, but, uh-huh. I'm, but it's needy getting all the. Hey, this connects to this, and that connects to this, and it's got a little deeper, and it's a little different. It doesn't take away from the experience, but it's nice to hear how it ties the comics, right? Yeah. So as a as a comic book reader, uh-huh. before getting into um, uh, watching the WandaVision, what what did you want to get out of it? What did you want WandaVision to to, to do for you as a as a comic book reader? Uh, well, as a comic book reader, there were I just wanted it to kind of like I never felt that character never even had the name Scarlet Witch in the uh, movies at all. Like didn't. they didn't call Wanda. her. Yeah, it was Wanda. just Wanda, and she was just like a there's a superhero, and they have a costume, and they have a costume, yeah. and then she's Wanda. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that's kind I of I got Black Widow's coat. I really <laughs> like the House of M. I wanted to see her go through a pathos of some kind of struggle. She's always had uh, that's this. That's a big you know car- uh, carrot dangling on a stick and that's know, what for, we got it sounds like comic book readers yeah house of m i need you to do house of m something mm. from there yeah right did because this do it justice they're totally different entities in the sense that like obviously the x-men are involved in the in the uh, house of m uh, comics but uh. but the idea of her having her ability to try and be tempted by her ability to change reality because of the traumas she's experienced right that theme comes through okay. a lot from the comics gotcha. and i think they landed it in the show at that's least for cool. me yeah did, did now it's funny is is monica sort of that start of the mutant thing is that how it's supposed to happen she, with her she's she's another op character which uh right I, now she is i hear i haven't read too much but yeah what's yeah. your name it starts with the p photon is photon it, is, photon yeah is that, she's got several names in the comics so i don't know what the current Spectre, one is photon yeah she, she can was, change her she was captain marvel she was before, the original captain marvel yeah, female Carol captain Dale. marvel before Carol covers yeah. yeah wow yeah marvel uh marvel's power was given to Monica uh, Monica Rambeau, but she would have been a little kid. So they obviously changed the well, age. Well, time. that's well, in this the universe, universe kid, yeah, in the comic the, books. And still. The comic uh, books, yeah. I got to remember, there's different multiverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Yes, you got to think of multiple yeah, layers. So, okay, so, okay. So she's she's <laughs> a, a, a Captain Marvel type of OP character now in the in, uh, yeah. now in the comics or in the last like ten years. Got it. Gotcha. Yeah. So I so you know there was there was that whole. Um, you know the the backlash of you know when um, when oh. Brie Larson was cast as yes. Captain Marvel and they were going to go with the Carol Carol Danvers storyline and they're like, well, she's not Captain Marvel. It was Monica Rambeau. Oh, uh, now they can change it if they want to. They can. <laughs> well, also I always think sometimes snarkly in the back that now that you have a multiverse, you can drop people in and out real quick. So don't get too right. attached to your characters. CW too... did that, right? Yeah. Didn't they do that with their? Uh... Well, they can in that in the last with, CW shows. Oh, uh, with yeah. the Flash. They did well. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Flashpoint? It was a different one. It was uh, gosh, what was it? But they did a whole series. We had multiple Superman, multiple Batman. Yeah, they did. Oh, it. They yeah. did a, like yeah, a crisis type crisis, yeah. crisis on crisis and uh, Infinite, Infinite Earth. Infinite Earth. Oh, I don't like know what they called that. on their show, but yeah, Infinite Earth. You're right. That's what it yeah. was. The comic so, was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I gotta watch that. There's so much, so many two shows with so little time. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. In another reality, I will watch that show. Yeah, I, I, I was on the same page of I. I you know, I, I wanted. Uh, I wanted to see aspects of House of M. I know they wouldn't be able to do it justice because of the whole X Men storyline, but yeah. you know, kind of, kind of tied to it. But um, I know 
with uh, the X-Men kind of looming of of uh, Marvel doing something with the X-Men and doing yeah. something with mutants. So I, I was more curious on how they're going to drive that storyline of, you know, mutants and X-Gene. And if, um, you know, I, uh, what is it? Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kind of uh-huh. missed, missed that, uh, that opportunity. That poor show. <laughs> that, yeah, they missed that opportunity. The of red-headed doing, stepchild. Of, oh, yeah. Uh, of, of doing the... Um, you know the explosion of, right. of creating more mutants, whether well, release the Inhuman version, which is still could happen. Right. Yeah, with and, this and next the, movie. the whole Inhumans thing, uh, and uh, and missing that uh, that opportunity too. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking maybe you know instead of uh, n- you know no more mutants in House of N, there was going to be a whole bunch of mutants. They flipped it. All, yeah, they were going to flip the script on it. They, they still they, could. Uh, they they avoided. I think they kind of you know now that we know that we everybody who's seen it, we can talk about spoilers. They avoided. Have some you of seen the, it, people? If not, close your. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they avoided that part, and so there, there's things I loved about the series, but the 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 Pietro stuff was interesting to me. I don't know. How oh, you that old twist. That. I love that. I love the second one more than the other one. Yeah, I liked it because I love his. I love those two music videos they did with him. You know, like, uh, keep well, time. Yeah, it's, it's kind of those tugs of you know they're, they're gonna, you know, like, they, they they throw you know, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Peter, uh, Peter Quick, Evans. Yeah, I don't. I'm a names. I can't say his up. character's name because it's not appropriate. What Quicksilver? Oh, you're talking about Ralph. Ralph Boner. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, you know, I I no one. I don't. Cool. I don't. I haven't heard anybody uh, make the connection, but I think it's. Uh, remember when? Uh, was it Dookie Hauser's friend? No, it was. Uh, uh, who, who was it that? No, it I, was. It was, um, it, it was uh, um, growing pains. Growing pains. Yeah, his friend was named Boner. Oh, that's yeah. what it was. But it's also oh, the yeah. Ralph that they'd been talking about through the whole story. She's like, right. "Oh, my husband Ralph." Or my, I guess it was him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so out of all funny. the things about this, and I love the show, and I, I think it's great. This is the one I was probably the most disappointed in. Is this particular point? Yeah. Yeah. The, not, not using. Pietro or the Pietro storyline to build. Oh, into he wasn't Ralph, anything. Which was, you know, the Greek word for the devil. Then you got Mephisto, and you're oh, like, oh my gosh, it could have been him. They brought Mephisto into the. Oh, MCU. They could have brought Mephisto. poor Ralph Mouth. They, they could have brought Nightmare <laughs> into it. They also could have just made him from the alternate multiverse, uh-huh. and that's what I thought they I were thought going they were doing in. too. Yeah, yes. and but but everybody who knows that character knows him for being in the Fox movies. Mm-hmm. All right, hey, you know what? This is just a not a commercial break, but. I love my dogs, but not today. <laughs> They're just everyone's. This has been one of those good busy days. I'm glad we got some guests here today, yeah. but sorry, folks in the audience, if you. But that's real life too. You have dogs that just, mm, they don't get the fact of how the podcast just works. Just deal with it. I know. <laughs> and on that route, that's trauma. <laughs> and we're all dealing with that with um, with uh, Wanda. So we really learn a lot about her backstory, and yeah, she's had a lot of loss in her life, and how she dealt with it has been really, it affects everybody, right? And that's very fitting for the times we're in right now, right? The whole yeah. Well, I think well, the overall themes are interesting to yeah. me because it did deal with how how does how do people deal with trauma? Yes. And it's funny to me because you have all these different themes, but the one that really resonated with me, just as a person who believes in a, in a faith and a God yeah. and different, mm-hmm. th- and that is the fact that when we try to control our own world, we end up being tyrannical, even when we're <laughs> trying to do something right. We that think we think good. is good or trying to down the door. Yeah. yeah. Right. We always wait for, you know, you know, God to open doors and 
and windows, and they're like, nope, I'm going to bust it down right now. And we get ourselves in big trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, there, there is a tendency for some people, and you know, part of the background that I have was in psychology, which is to see you know, when someone has a, a trauma, they control everybody in the family, right? Yes. And so and they don't necessarily mean to. They're dealing with their pain or their sorrow or something deep, yep. but everyone else is getting hit, and they have to like walk on eggshells. And so there's that scene in the, yeah. when they're coming in, they're like, hey, can I see my kids? And you don't realize when you suffer and you don't care about anyone else's suffering. Because your pain becomes their pain. Yeah, and they right. pick it up, and then can they have pain, or is it just your pain that matters? So, so I think that's those are all very interesting concerns for a person who is going through trauma, mm-hmm. where you can empathize with someone, but you can still do harm even when you don't mean to, right? Because you're because uh, of the focus is off. So. And the thing is also, like you said, um, with multiple trauma going on with different people, and we, we saw that in the characters too. A lot of them were just like, "Why do my my family?" And the thing is. Uh, it's also mature enough to recognize when you need help. And I think she also got that too. But yeah, there's a time you have to go, you know, I'm a mess and I'm making it for mess, mess for everybody. I need to step away and get some help. And that's, that's what we should be doing too. It's like, well, that's, we have the Lord and we got prayer and also watching people around us who have gone through stress before. And cause life is not the removal of stress. It's managing it. And we can't avoid trauma. I mean, we would be, you know, well, watching people during COVID is a lot like watching the hex cover or a group of people. <laughs> how, how, you know, I think all this kind of tied in just perfect. You know, who's in control? Who, who's trying to be in control? And you know, what, who's trying to control everyone? Can uh, one person or one group of people try to control a whole society of people yes. uh, without violating their their rights and, right. and and or allowing them to have some free will? And so there's a lot mm-hmm. of free will balance, yeah. determinism in this type of things. Yep. You know, um, and uh, taking away someone's choice, even if it's a bad one sometimes can also do sometimes you make sure where your vision is at yeah (laughs) right but double vision that song's been in my head forever double vision foreigner song (laughs) hey but there a lot of things you know a lot of things that people have been dealing with with you know the quarantine is that you know in this day and age we have a lot of distractions that what you know that'll distract us from dogs yeah, uh-huh. from, from from ourselves and what and what we need inside to deal out, with. So when we get you know tied up into our own house and get quarantined and and have you know less and less the house of, of, mm. of those distractions of you know <laughs> just getting away so I cannot think about you know certain things. Yeah, you know a, a, a lot of that uh, yeah. a lot of that trauma a lot of that um, um, kind of you know built up. Yeah, you know depression and in you know stuff that you're dealing with inside. Yeah, you have to. You know, you have to, you know, face it now. You have to face it. And that's what she did too, right? Faced it, moved through. At first though, like you're still trying to control everything. And I think that's what's interesting is that's when the villains start coming in, right? So right in the middle of the show, she's like, this is my world. I've created Uh this. I'm trying to overcome trauma. But then there's another person playing in your world trying to pull you away. And so you've got to be careful when you think you can control everything. There's always someone that can kind of control you because you're easily pushed. Cancer. They can come in. You know, it's interesting too. I was watching confronting your monsters. If, yeah, if you watch the series, she's moving through the stages of grief. Oh yeah, yeah. So when she finally gets to that resolution at the end, yeah. right? There's the doubt, denial. You know, mm-hmm. I think it, the episode when she was in uh, 
the office one when she's talking she goes when she was kind of like cathartic she was kind of like you know the whole thing like no i got this together that yeah, kind of thing yeah, it was still a little more yeah, they're very... it was like oh it's just a case of the mondays you yeah, know? yeah 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 you know, it's, it's just a just a rough patch so they did a there's a like i said a lots of layers of things that they did people would be picking apart people are podcasting all right go all the stuff that's in there but that's how trauma is there's a lot of factors that go behind it before we jump conclusions what is it be uh uh, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. I think that's a lot of things going on too with taking it in and going, wow. And I will tell you, and Rudy knows, but we have people that we work with mm-hmm. tied to all this who are going through some tough times. And yeah. it's hard. We can't take people. things personal. You can't take some of the things that are happening personal, the trauma and things like that, because we're all you have to step in and go, ah. Oh. You don't let the person stay in the trauma. Yeah. You work them through it. You just have to acknowledge and understand that yeah and don't take the you know the the barbs as the person involved in that you know that it's not you always it could be a lot of other things too yeah well and if you've experienced trauma and you come out the other side you can be a little more patient and have a little more tolerance for other people Deepens but, you. but at some point we all even have to take responsibility for even our own trauma that's hurt sure. other people right yes. so the hurting people lateral damage people. Yep. hurt people hurt people and so it, yeah. even at the end like there I still think there are going to be some consequences even for Wanda for her they all hated her all well, the time and it people. makes sense they, <laughs> yeah. she tortured them for a long period of time and there's like nothing I could say that they would accept and so you can empathize as to why because she didn't mean to yeah. but there's still a culpability and, and a responsibility yet you know killing her wouldn't have been wouldn't have made it any better right so right. Nope. so it's just this idea that you do need forgiveness for one another understand where people are coming from yeah um, yep you know you thought the the grief of you know what happened in lagos was going to be kind of like oh that's that's my that's my peak of oh. of trauma and what i and you know the burden that i carry but then now you have a, a new burden of what you've done to this entire town you're like Gosh. right she misses her dinner outside with her Something's wrong here, Wanda. First trauma because Angel's about to get. Mm. <laughs> Angel, we're not on trauma. Um, it would actually, on a funny note, I'm going to tie that dog in for a second. You know, some people let fear, like be the being being afraid of fear, and the thing is exactly. And the thing is, um, you know, they respond, they'll bite. Oh, you know, Angel, you're gonna, you're. I'm going to use this real quicker. But the thing is, that's my dog who's a fraidy cat. Call her Angel, who's not an angel. And there's your Mephisto right there. Anyways, but she uh, <laughs> she can be, she's afraid of her, she's afraid of things that could hurt her. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, nothing's going to hurt you, dog. You're fine. And a lot of people like that. They have that that anger and they bite and they growl and whatever. And the fact that they're probably the ones that are hurting the most. And the thing is that they're the ones that need, you know, we need to stop and go, hey, what's that situation going on? And sometimes we can help and sometimes we can you pray for them. Sometimes you can, you know, it's just tough. It depends on where the person is. And sometimes they have to go through it. You know, to get the yeah. other side. I think if you've never gone through any kind of trauma or yes. pain, then you haven't really grown or matured. And no. it also makes you just more hopefully at the end. It doesn't make yeah. you harsher, but it makes you more uh, yeah. understanding what other people are experiencing. And she walked away different at the end when, when she let the yeah. hex kind of, and she lost everyone. She lost vision. But she goes, I didn't really lose you because, you know, what am I? You're my heart. You know, you don't lose that. 
So there's some really cool stuff in there too. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ending of the show. Yeah, there were things like I had a nerd list, and some of the nerd list stuffs didn't happen. One of them, like right. I said, was was Pietro. I wanted the <laughs> I wanted my X Men to at least exist on some other universe, at least the stuff that I liked from it. Right. But the thing about it is, is it's still so open ended. When I started thinking about it and kind of watching it a second time, I was I noticed that there's a lot of room to go back and actually still mm-hmm. to tap into yeah, that. Yeah, you can still come I, back. I I try not to let those those empty check boxes that I was, you know, waiting to, for, you know, all these, all these, you know, story plots and stuff uh-huh. to hit to, to not, to not ruin what, um, how, of how good WandaVision ended up being, yeah. you know, from beginning to yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. You have time to muse on it and think about it, right? Yeah. And there, and there's, a, there's Don't a lot of open stuff, like, <laughs> you know, the, uh, a big surprise for me that they've, they've had it before in, um, Agents of Shield was mm. the Darkhold. Yeah, you know when we saw the book, you know we immediately thought oh. it was the Darkhold. Well, at least you know That's I the thought. Book. And I'm, I'm yes. sure you did too. But then you have to remember that you know they've already done the Darkhold and, and Agents of Shield, and it looks different. But then uh, in this, you know, in the comic books, the Darkhold takes different forms and shapes. So I think they even mentioned that in the actual uh, Agents of Shield show that it's taken on different forms before. Mm-hmm. So and I'm going to be a normie on this one. What's a Darkhold? The dark holds the book. So the book, the book, the okay, deep so magic it's, book. It's like, it's like the yeah. book of the dam. Oh, the grimoire or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah gotcha. It's okay. like a grimoire. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, the book of dark magic, an ancient kind of tomb yeah. from gotcha. the ancient. So it was, which they're bringing more of that so stuff it, in the. So the it was uh, created by uh, Kathan, which mm-hmm. was the the god of chaos. Uh, or I, I think it's the. God it's of one of the early gods of chaos, or kind of like the uh, other yeah. gods, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So so um, so that can kind of open up to yeah. uh, Wanda understanding her chaos magic. True. She might still bring Kathan into it, and might be you know the ultimate right um, uh, villain in this uh, whole story arc of you know Wanda and multiverse of madness, that kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I was kind of disappointed that we didn't get. Um, Doctor Strange, or we got a quick reference to him, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, you know, with 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 him kind of being the, uh, the you know the overseer of Earth of you know all these mythical beings, yeah. and you know how I'm sure he how, will. How he was you know triggered. She's when, in the movie. You know yeah, how most, how he was triggered with uh, you know with Loki um, being on Earth. You know as soon as uh, as soon as they got there with uh, uh, with the third Thor movie. Oh yeah. You know, and he he immediately knew and took Loki. You know, suspended Loki and and talked to Thor about it. I thought there would be something like this where, oh. you know, he senses something and says, "Wanda, what the heck are you doing?" Yeah, you know that kind of deal. I'm sure that's probably how the movie's gonna start off. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I I start to realize that my director hat I put on, and I start to realize that this show wasn't supposed to be the first thing we saw this year. It was supposed to be like Black Widow, and there would have been other things. Right. And so the fact that this show had to carry all of what we saw of all the Marvels, I good. think they had some of these ideas late, and I just don't think there was enough time to fix all of yes. those. Yeah, and it's going to carry a lot of stuff too. So the, mm-hmm. you know, it'll it'll drive the Doctor Strange uh, yep. storyline, and yep. you know, it has the. The, the Captain Marvel and yeah. the and the Spider Man you know storyline that you know they carried I mean, on at the yeah. end yeah. Nick Fury and, and all oh, yeah. that and stuff and there. everything else. <laughs> there you go. And then with you know just a um, with the scroll just kind of you know showing up you know now oh, yeah. now that we know that they're gonna do um, Secret Invasion you know you kind of wonder how you know the scrolls are, uh, are gonna tie in of you know who's you know who's gonna be the um, the bad scroll and ah, gotcha. Um, 
A lot, a lot of stuff that uh, at least the nerds caught. But I think even if you were just casually watching it, I think that there's enough there to where I get a lot of questions, and I think that's good for them. They're like, "What about this? And what about yes. that? Yes, it gets beginning. <laughs> it's starting. So we I started think, off yeah. good at least. At first. Yeah, wait to wrap it up because but we we gotta get moving on. But uh, Dan, thank you so much. This is really yeah, good, fun. and I feel like my trauma has lifted a little more. <laughs> so that's good talking about it. And um, hey, so I'm sure we catch you more, and we'll see what's around the corner. But I'm so Gary. Still Rudy. Are you still Steven? I've been Steven all day. All right. Class is dismissed. It's just like this wave washing over me again and again. It knocks me down. And when I try to stand up, it just comes for me again. And I can't. It's just going to drown me. No. <laughs> How do you know? Because it can't all be sorrow, can it? Uh, Gary? Yeah. Why am I sitting in a hot tub? And holding bowls of cereal? Well, just an idea I had for a commercial for my upcoming book, Chronolosity Fistful of Crontons. Okay, explain. Well, my main character, Levy, invents a water-based time machine and is in a race against time to save his family, hence the hot tub. So it's just the hot tub time machine? It's not the hot tub time machine. All right, all right. Hot tub makes sense, I guess. But what's up with the cereal? Well, when I was writing the book, you guys kept saying crontons sound like a breakfast cereal. <laughs> it does, actually, that's true. So we're eating bowls full of chronotons in the hot tub with the two. <laughs> That's the power of podcasting, Gary. Nobody can tell we're sitting in a hot tub eating a bowl of cereal. All right, all right. So let's let's dry up and think of a decent commercial for Gary's book. Right. Hey, uh, don't know if you're out there writing a book or have an idea for a book, but I'll tell you what, one of the things I found out with putting together uh, books I've been working on, of course, my friend John Pepe, uh, that an editor is huge. Uh, it's like having a co-author, actually. Someone who really invests in your work and really gets you, uh, ask you those tough questions and really gets your work ready for, well, maybe you're self-publishing or going to a, um, a traditional publisher. Uh, check out By the Hand Editing. Uh, Angie Martin, you've heard her on our show. She's actually one of our hosts now. Has that uh, online, which you can find on Facebook. Great. Uh, re- we've really enjoyed getting to use uh, their service and I tell you what, um, we're going to keep coming back because they have really, they're great people, they do a great service, and it's a great price. So I would encourage you, if you haven't got a chance to uh, check them out, uh, buy the hand editing. That's Angie Martin. And they have some fantastic deals and prices for you that work with you and be able to help you get that book ready for wherever your journey takes you. So thank you so much for checking them out and tell them Necology sent you. Thanks for listening to Necology 101. If you like what you hear, hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on what's new in the fandom universe. You can find Necology 101 on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. We love to hear from our fans, and, and your input helps make this show possible. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, at God Among Geeks, or you can contact us at necology101class at gmail.com. We know there's a lot of good choices out there, and we appreciate you listening. Because we are still the knights who say, Nick!
since now and then, rushed by the wisest.